Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, welcome to Take From Obvious Bozos, episode two. I'm Drew, creative director of digital content for the Strickland, and SNY is here, and it's Zach. Zach! <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? I'm feeling much better now than I did before I was, I heard that sound, but, uh. Looking forward to reading these takes, though. Oh, it's going to be great. Guys, we have a makeshift soundboard ready for the uh, this episode, so you guys are going to hopefully love everything and not be like... Yeah, it's going to be that. It's going to be that type of bad type of uh, sound effect stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to be looking at things we would never expect and whatnot. But I hope it's not have, as loud for them as it is for us. Yeah, it's 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 bl- blaring. Yeah, <laughs> it's just loud. Like it's just loud. It's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's insane. Yeah. So I'm hope I'm hoping that uh when I when I get to it, you guys are like, oh no, what are you talking about? It's it's mind numbing. How uh how it is. But um, let's get into some stuff. We got to, obviously, um, do some ad copy stuff in order for uh, to keep the lights on. So it's a Texas showdown in the postseason, and BetOnline is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info. With up-to-the-minute up stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns, get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for NFL and college football at your fingertip with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, nudes, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through to the World Series. Yeah, guys, there's just so much baseball happening with the uh, the Rangers and the... Uh, Damn, look at you. The Astros. It's, it's only because I was at a bar yesterday and that's all that they were oh. playing. That's the only okay. reason. Only reason why I know that uh, two of the teams were playing. So, if you want to know more about you know who's playing in the NL, <laughs> yes, um, text the website today for or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe to receive fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the where the game starts, and that's B L E A B. Um, don't forget that. Get your coupons going, right, guys? Right, Mike? Hey! So, uh, th- and then also, guys, we got to talk about ourselves and the, uh, and the Strickland. Like, we have to talk about the, uh, the great, the great Strickland. Hey! I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. bad. It's going to be really bad, and it's going to be great, and I'm going to love every yeah. moment of it. Um, 
if you haven't realized, uh, we're on Instagram already. So go into Instagram and just search the strict.lange. You will find us. Give us a follow. You can see all of Zach's work on there and, and so others, much more. other people's work. Other people's work. Yeah, other it's just it's just tons of great stuff. So you gotta check that out. We also have a YouTube channel, the Strickland does, where you could be watching this very pod right now. Well, only the free preview of it, unfortunately, which is just gonna be mainly ad reads and me just delaying as I try to find things going on with uh sound effects. <laughs> See, exactly. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just, again, let go to YouTube. Type in the Strickland. You'll find us. And we also have a Patreon. And this is where... And, and the Patreon has tons of new content. So for $6 a month, you get access to the full version of this pod. So that means the full podcast and video. You also get access to our amazing Discord server where you get to submit takes for this show. Along with Friday's episode of Pod Strickland featured articles by the Professor Matthew Miranda. Um, invite the private events throughout the season and discounted on our merchandise. For $9, you get all of that, plus the our new NFL show, Strictly NFL, hosted by Jeff and Khan. You also get even more, you know, more subscriptions for the more tiers, so definitely go. We got $50. We probably should have a $69 if we don't. If you want to give us $420, yeah. um, go for it. It's, um, you know... So yeah, that's the ads. Zach, are you ready for takes? I'm so so ready for these takes. I I it's going to be uh, absolutely wonderful. So we are starting off with Hooter Adam. Hooter Adam's take is the Knicks will finish with a fifty third. I just I can't hear you, dog. What happened? Wait. Our first day comes from Duder Adam. The Knicks will finish with a fifty and thirty-three record because they will have made it to the finals of the in-season tournament. I think I put this take at the top of the list because it's an amazing take, and I agree. Not you only agree do I agree with it, but is it a, you? Is it a is, I, I mean, okay? We'll we'll get to that, but okay. I, I want to talk about how I placed a futures bet for them to win the in season tournament. I won't I won't talk about how much money it was, but the bet was placed a long time ago, <laughs> and I placed it for one reason. I I think the most underrated trait on NBA teams is roster consistency. I don't think okay. any team around here is coming in with what we have. I think we made such little changes, and the one change that we did, like Dante over Obi, is such an easy change for us to make, and I think it's just going to make us better right away. And I know like preseason was kind of really not proving this at all, and preseason was horrible, but I don't take any stock in preseason. I don't really care what's happening. They were totally mailing it in, and I don't expect them to mail it in when the games count. And I think this is an amazing take from Deuter Adam because I think they'll have their shit figured out before – NCNC tournament even starts. So you're agreeing with it. That's great. How hot do you think it is? I think it's pretty warm. I think a lot of people are like, 
I, I, even if it's not the Knicks, I'm pretty confident that like a random team is going to win this tournament. It won't just be like, oh, the Bucks, oh, the Nuggets, and they won the in-season tournament. It'll be like one of those second-tier teams. And uh, so I think that's why this take is kind of warm because I'm, I think that's the, kind of the consensus around here. People are like, oh, the Mavs, they're the in-season tournament team. But I don't know. But uh, I think it's pretty warm, pretty warm to take it. Jesus Christ. So that was just that I just searched hot take. I wanted to see what the sound was for it. Um, I it's I'm kind of with you. It's 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 pretty medium, yeah. in in the sense of like the 15 33 record. Will they win the in season tournament? I I I don't even think we can go hot take or not because like we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. I don't know. What Everything I said is just like complete just random. Yeah, like fiction. this is the first year. So like you could yeah. you could say anyone could uh could win it. But no, I think it's pretty medium. They they won what like 46 games. Right, 47, 47? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not that far, <laughs> right? Like it's yeah. not that far, and they played at a fifty-one pace once they finally removed like Fournier from the uh, from the rotation yeah. shit. So like it was it was totally fine. So I didn't put this on the doc, or I might have squeezed it somewhere else. But he had a follow-up take for this, and he said that the media will call the Knicks the worst fifty-win team of all time, and that will be the agenda from when they win fifty games. I could see that happening. I could, but I do think some of the Knicks stuff is shifting at the higher. I think it finally is. Higher, I think we're, just, we're just seeing it. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's going to be interesting because like they're so the Knicks stuff pretty much is so inoffensive now, right? Because yeah. like they're hard, they're hard to hate, right? They're like like James Dolan's not involved, right? Just like hasn't been involved. He's doing everything with the the MSG sphere, all that sort of stuff. Just like not involved. Leon Rose doesn't say anything. Like the Knicks don't say anything. They just say Tom Thibodeau cliches, right? Or they don't say anything. They're very boring. And they just go in and they play hard. And like everyone loves to watch a team that plays hard. So like how do you hard like like it's it's gonna be difficult to hate. Like I know some of the pop culture stuff, right? Like the ringers and the ESPNs and stuff are gonna like get their jokes off and everything. Your but it wasn't suspects. like Yeah, so like the usual suspects there, but like they were the Knicks were getting good buzz as like the year closed out last year. He even had um yeah, Charles Barkley on TNT. Like I don't know if people like his opinion or not, whatever, but like he's still a, a very strong presence in the mainstream media. He kept talking about how great Jalen Brunson is and he should have been an all NBA. So like there is a level, I think, of national starting to tone down with the jokes. So I don't know if it's, they're gonna say it's the worst if he went deep. People on Twitter will. Yeah, right. Like that's good for it. Like the right. internet's going to yeah. do it. I don't know if the media yeah. necessarily will do it. So, so good job there. Uh, good job, Duder. Good take. We like it. We approve. Our next one is from G Baked. Tips will do a lot of shit that annoys us, but win just enough to keep them from getting fired. Where are you? Uh, this Where is a you freezing cold. This is a freezing cold take because it's gonna happen. This is Tom Thibodeau. Like, when has he not done anything that annoys us? And even if he's not doing anything to annoy us, we'll find something. We're always going to. But even we, pro- I have a good feeling we won't have to find anything, and it'll just be staring us in the face. There's a question coming up, which is like, what will Tibbs do? That's bad, and it will save us for that. But I think there are going to be nights where, like, oh, this guy should have closed, and we lost, or that guy closed, and he didn't, and we won, and. Then you know, he's not always going to, like, press the right buttons, and that's what's going to happen. And this team is so good that they're going to win through it most of the time. So, 
I'm trying to find uh, something with cold that we can do. Hold on. Freezing cold. Freezing cold. Take. Freezing cold. Shivering. Take. Yeah, man. This is exactly what Tibbs is going to do. He's going to drive us insane. The team is probably talented enough to overcome most of it. That's why, like, 50 wins definitely isn't, like, it isn't play. He has improved, interestingly enough, over the years. So it's not like, and honestly, we're just going to judge him in the playoffs now. Like, the team has almost reached the point where, like, playoffs are more important to me. So like we'll, this is probably the first season where it's like that. Like now is yeah, this yeah exactly because like I fully expect them to make the playoffs. I thought they did well in the playoffs. They had some technical excuses, right? We can at least be like where we as fans can be like Julius Randle was hurt quickly was hurt, right? So like we can kind of hold on to that. Whether it's and Josh Hart true. started right exactly. So like whether it's true or not, but like we can at least hold on to that. And we've seen playoff performances by Brunson and everything that for two years in a row. So, like, that's where I'm at with the team for the most part. But Tibbs is 100% going to drive us nuts because he's he's going to play Josh Hart too long or he's going to play Dante DiVincenzo too long. Yeah. He's going to do stuff like that all the time. Quickly he's going to, like, throw a, ba- a crazy pass and he's just going to be like, sorry, quick, you can't, like, you can't do it. He's going to do this and we're going to lose our minds. But at the end, we'll probably be 50 and what? 50 and 32. <laughs> like, that's probably yeah. what yeah. we're going to get. So, yeah, sorry, G-Bank. It's um, correct in the sense of, like, it is going to annoy us, but it's a cold take. It is it is shivering. Uh, Stacey Patton has regulation would make American sports teams... Relegation. What did I say? You said regulation. A regulation? See, I, I can't read. So, uh, yeah, whatever that is. Um, relegation would make American sports better. Stacey? I actually don't agree with this. Oh, you think it's hot? Yeah, I think it's pretty warm. I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to... I've, like, heard this take thrown around, you know, like, on Friday nights where guys are like, oh, we need this in America. But I just don't know how you implement this because we don't... Like, people... I know the talent pool is really, really deep, but, like, are you going to relegate the Hornets if they stink this year? Like, is that what... The- <laughs> Bro, that was supposed to be for hot. Oh, well, it's we can save it for later then because this is like a right in the middle take. But as I was saying, though, I just don't think that we have like the talent pool. Sure, maybe it exists, but it would take years to like, get it balanced out between like all these clubs because you don't have enough enough teams. Like you don't have the franchises that will be sitting. And also like the G League. If, I mean, I'm talking about this in an NBA sense, at least I haven't even thought mm-hmm. about like American football and baseball and all the other shit. Baseball might be the only one. We can kind of do it because those franchises are independent. But in basketball, like, these G League teams are all affiliated with NBA teams. That they're designed to complement the NBA team that they affiliate that they're affiliated with. And the talent is so different in each league that it, you can't just be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to start relegating to the G League next year" and expect that to be like an overnight success. I just don't think it's, it makes any sense. Practically, I would say, like if you actually sit down, plan it out, go through the logistics. Does You'd it have to actually like, work? Go find like twenty owners to make twenty yeah, new teams, right. and like yeah, maybe like probably not. However, I do think the sentiment, though, that's why I'm calling it a cold sure. take. I do sure. think the sentiment of it is, of course, it would make it better, right? Because like you won't have teams just sucking for whatever. So, hey, yeah, what like, if it you came to an agreement where it was like 
what if we found a better way to punish the teams that stink, right? But not right, relegate like, them because yeah. So it's like it's truly like taking away tanking, promoting, um, competitiveness, Wait, and all no. that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, like I, I I do think that aspect of it. There's other ways to do that though. Like yeah. Like, I would just like I don't think the worst team should get the top picks. They should get like the middle picks. And the middle team should get the top picks. So they can actually compete with the good teams. Like I would just inverse the draft that way. Or something like that. But that could be a hot take too. That's that's a pretty hot take. I haven't heard the inverse lottery take. I've heard like the inverse the entire draft and give like the, the best teams the best picks, but I haven't heard the no, because mid teams the good just picks. Do the mid teams yeah. right? You you break the teams yeah. basically into th- there's three there's three there's thirty teams right third 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 basically top ten they yeah. they get the back end of the draft you do it in uh, order of record uh, middle team middle ten they get the top picks you can lottery that and then you record the middle ten for the worst teams like you, I don't think you should reward. That would be interesting. Like, you know, I haven't heard that thrown around, but now that you like put that all down and wrote it out, that that's worth exploring. I think that's something. I don't. I'd have to think harder on it, but that that's a that's an interesting concept. Because like you want the middle teams to get better, and the best way for yeah. them to do that is give them an actual like star talent. Like that's how you improve the depth of the league. Is yeah. so that it forces the crappy teams to try to be good. And then they get rewarded by like, hey, you just missed it. Here's a star young player. Like, reward. Reward yeah. good. Like, be good. And then you avoid like a team just like, well, we're just going to, like the Spurs, right? They're just like, well, we're just going to be shitty until we get a top pick and they got Wembenyama. It's like, congrats. Well, in, the, in your scenario, the Heat could have gotten Wembenyama after this year. They well, no, because they made it to the finals. Oh, they made, all right, so we're counting finals in there too. Right? Yeah, kind right. It's like, comes. Okay. Right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so that's what I mean by like the top ten teams. So who right? was like the who lost who lost in the play in this year? I can't remember. Chicago, Atlanta. Sure. Chicago. So like Atlanta Chicago would be in a lottery. Yeah. Like you would just I would just do equal yeah. odds for the middle ten for yeah. those ten teams. You just do equal odds, and whoever gets the top pick gets the top pick. Yeah, that's worth thinking about. It's a good idea. <laughs> God, it's like scaring me. I'm like someone there. Like great. Um. Villanex's take is IQ will be extremely disappointed with his usage this year. Oh man, that's I feel like I've that's seen, a hot take. This one's been floating around too. I mean, this is like the biggest fear is that like um I guess where my brain goes with this though is that somebody will definitely be disappointed with their usage this year. But I'm yes, hesitant to say I'm he- I'm hesitant to say it's like going to be IQ though. And I if I were like going to bet on who gets their feelings hurt like which one like who's going to be disappointed i think it'll be grimes over i was yeah and i just i think like tibbs if you have like the ranking of like tibbs's favorites quickly is a few spots higher than grimes on the tibbs's favorites list yeah tibbs and, like, like odd like we don't think yeah. he we see it but tibbs i do think oddly like loves him because he's just like i i think he's he's came around a, a long distance for because mm-hmm. at the beginning of last season it wasn't like that even like at the end of the season before it wasn't like that it took a while to get here but i do think that he's he's up there like he's in the tier one of tibbs guys on the team now and i can't see him being like the odd man out here but grimes i can yeah i could see i could see grimes being that because yeah we saw that in the the, slide, the last preseason game saw it in the playoffs right we kind of saw it like you could see he when he upped yeah. his usage, the efficiency stays the same. 
right? So, like, you kind of see, like, we could probably use more Grimes usage, but it's ultimately going to be, are the rest of the team, is the rest of the team going to find him? Because there were, like, there were a couple things, a couple plays, especially Brunson just, like, completely I've missing him. I've heard so much about this, about, like, yeah, Brunson just needs to pass the Grimes, guys. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, over think too hard on preseason, but yeah, I mean, on paper, it's right. something we need to do. Yeah, it's just something, yeah, just something you need to, I know people are freaking out. I'm not saying freak out. I'm yeah. just saying, like, it's just something to, like, kind of keep an eye on throughout, like, throughout the season, right? Because you have a lot of guys who are basically more score first. And, yeah. like, it's a change of mindset to make sure, like, oh, yeah, Grimes is always going to be out there. Like, we should just kick it to him every single time, like, the lane isn't, like, open. Like, that's it. We'll see. It's just something to keep an eye on. But I do think of all yeah. people is so I think oh we're going we're gonna try another one for uh Mucho caliente. That's pretty good. That's a good one. I like that's the only like tolerable sound you play this whole yeah. Mucho so. caliente. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so all right. Uh this is for this is Dallas Amigo, my former uh former co host of the Patreon mailbag, and I'm really upset I didn't have any uh like sounds to give him for it, so I can just go. <laughs> yeah, boo, Dallas. Um, I'm on record as having said movies are mostly bad. <laughs> what kind of t- that's just? It's not even a, like a hot. It's just a bad take. Can, can I speak on this? First of all, you need to introduce that this was a Dallas message that was sent in, in like the main general channel that James Marseda submitted. He copied the link to the message. Oh, that's and what submitted it was it okay. in, our, in our channel. Okay, okay. So this was this was James like singling out Dallas and saying, "Hey, look at this guy." You know, like that. This is what that. That's what that. That's what this is. But anyway, I actually think I understand this take. And as somebody, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Okay, I've go ahead. About this. I've talked about this in our Discord, by the way, if you subscribe to our Patreon for six dollars a month. But I I I and among my peers have uh suffered from short form content dopamine receptor cookedism. <laughs> yeah, what I just made it up. But I, I think that like I just can't do movies anymore. Like I, I go to the theater and they're I'm just too like, long on Twitter. You. I'm on. They're too long. They're too fucking long. And I just I don't have I don't have I, my schedule is busy. I I gotta wake up. I gotta go do things. I I can't like I'm on my phone doing some other shit while I'm doing my main thing always. And I can't really do that while I'm in a movie, unless then I'm disrespectful. And then at home, like I'm not gonna sit there for three hours when I could just like watch twenty YouTube videos or listen to three podcasts at once and just like switch through them when I get bored of each one. But yeah, I guess, but that doesn't, that's probably not what Dallas is saying. I think Dallas is trying to criticize the art here, which is shitty because the art is there. The art is always going to be good. The art, like movies are art and I'm always like respectable for appreciating them and I will appreciate them. So if that's what Dallas is saying, it's a terrible take. But if Dallas is talking about like the action of watching a movie, I would open my ears. Do you think that because this combination of the shorter clips what you're basically talking about like tiktok youtube shorts youtube videos in general television episodes without ads on hulu we're talking 20 minute things like that 
in contrast to what we're seeing a lot of movies, especially with like the Marvel movies now, are always two plus hours, two plus hours. There was a time where movies were in two plus hours, right? They, like, yeah. they were 90 minutes, and yeah. it's great to watch a movie like bang, 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 bang. Where like it 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 really is. I I do think there's this weird shift where there is no middle ground with movies. There's no like a movie I saw a little while ago. I had like a free screening to see Renfield, which was it was like it was just like a like a action horror comedy thing where Nick Cage Dracula and Nicholas Holt is his familiar and. It was just a fun, silly movie, 90 minutes in and out. And I'm like, that was wonderful. They don't make movies like that anymore. So I think, so like, I get that where you're just like, just give me, just give me something short. Cause what you're basically talking about is just like, well, I can, I can watch like five One Piece episodes. I I thought that's amazing. That's the length of one movie. Why would I, why would I go to the movie? Because yet the, the latest Scorsese movie is going to be three and a half hours. You really want to sit in the movie theater? For I'm not seeing hours? that, bro. I'm not seeing that shit. Like I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll be on my phone too much. I'll be disrespectful. I wish I could. I wish I could fully appreciate it for what it is, but I can't. And same thing with Oppenheimer. I went and saw it, and I was like, wait for it. To I, did. I did. Sick. I did. I did not. I did not Dude. go and see Oppenheimer. I went to see Barbie instead because Barbie was shorter. I haven't seen Barbie. I haven't seen Barbie it. shorter. I'll, I'll get to it one day. But I was looking at Oppenheimer, and we're like, I think it's a three-hour movie. We're like two hours through. I'm sitting. I'm like, oh, it's almost over, right? Not almost over. It's another hour. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, this is horrible. And I'm just sitting there waiting. I hated it. I hated it. I mean, I'm sure it was like a great movie. I'm sure. It just felt too long. I was so tired of it when I got through. That's enough movie talker today. I'm not a movie person. That's enough movie talk, and we're going to get to one more take before we do the hard cut for you free moochers who do not subscribe to the uh, to the Patreon. So this is from take from Jax365. Giannis is my goat. If we are honest, Brunson is the only hard no to move in a star trade. IQ and Grimes are soft no's. So the first part is not a hot take. I agree with it. Not a hot take. I I think most people would agree that Brunson is a hard no type of trade because the idea would be you're pairing Brunson with either a better player or an equal talented type player or even someone lesser below. Like you're, everyone yeah. knows Brunson is one of the guys. The um the IQ and Grime stuff is definitely closer to like the hotter side. Yeah, of things. Um, because I I mean I wouldn't trade. IQ. I I just think he has one of those guys where like the advanced on off numbers are so amazing that like they should be explored more. And we actually, it's funny you say that because everybody in like this was the main take in the Discord, but people replied to it and were like, actually, IQ is the hard no. IQ is the only hard no. IQ and Brunson are the only two hard no's. Nobody was in there saying Grimes is is the hard. Right. Exactly. So Grimes would be. I don't even think Grimes is like soft no. In that Grimes. Yeah, the only I think people are going to go with a soft note because they're going with Grimes' upside, so you would ultimately have to believe in the upside that Grimes had. Like, I personally do, but I also understand if the team is like, yeah, it's okay, we can we can upgrade. I get it. Yeah. Like, I would hold it, like, don't trade Grimes for any bum. 
So I guess there's a, that tech in some cases a soft no, but yeah, it, I get, yeah, it's hard to like determine what you define as a soft no. But if that's the mm-hmm. scenario you're talking about, then yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, like I'm not gonna trade Grimes for like Zach Levine. Yeah, not gonna do that. Well, would you do it with like Fournier and a couple picks? Fournier's oh, I mean, sure, but like I'm trying to think yeah. of like of like if Grimes would be part of like the Devin Booker type trade. Right, um, I'd be like, okay, yeah, crimes yeah, can, yeah, crimes can go. Like it, yeah. it, it kind of depends. So, like, I guess that's the soft note, but I think it's on the uh, the hotter side. Quickly, uh, I mean, I like I said, I don't want to trade quickly. I'm fine if you want to get sitter him a hard no. I guess if it's like, well, Giannis is coming back, then yeah, I'll trade quickly. But I, I, I guess that still makes him a hard. I don't know. But uh, the Brunson one is that that's not a hot take. That's freezing cold. <laughs> Freezing, freezing cold. And that, my friends, is going to be the end of the free version. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.